Welcome to Seek Justice, a podcast that takes a deep dive into the nuances of criminal justice. Good morning to you, Dennis. Good morning, Eric. We happen to be recording this the day after the third Democratic debate. I was not able to stay up to, to watch it, but I have seen some clips here and there. And uh, eh, seems like not a lot changed is the general consensus. But uh, there was there was one uh, th- we're going to talk about Elizabeth Warren today, but there was one uh, classic Biden gaffe that was actually about criminal justice. I don't know if you caught this. He he said he uttered the sentence. No one should be in jail for nonviolent crime. Nobody should be in jail for a nonviolent crime. It's like, who are you, Bernie Sanders? <laughs> and but and I think it was. Stephen Colbert that was that had showed this clip and and he immediately put on his Trump impression and and pretended to be Trump like saying yeah none of my crimes are violent <laughs> right right <laughs> so well yeah. you know I was struck by the it's a bit contentious you know the the fights over the details you know the the several of the candidates are clear about espousing agreement amongst them I thought uh, Beto O'Rourke did an outstanding job of of speaking very passionately and well about that particular issue. He did um, go into great depth and uh, passion based on the El Paso killings. Of right. Not the, just the, the issue you're talking about is uh, gun control. Gun control. Yeah. Uh, reducing uh, sales, but a buyback program and confiscation. Uh, right. And he was interviewed afterwards about it. And, and you know, he's he's got a, a T-shirt uh, out that says – it, it says, repeats again and again and again, this is fucking wrong, this is fucking wrong, this is fucking wrong, this is fucking wrong, and just, right. you know, and he's making it his issue, and, and it's almost as if this is his issue. He was so agreeable to the other candidates, I kind of had the suspicion that he's kind of figuring out that he's not going to be the president of the United States. Um, and, you know, the other candidate who does a really good job at that, uh, uh, you know, collaborative kind of thinking and, you know, we're all the same party and all the same mind is Cory Booker, uh, who right. will, I want to examine his uh, CJ policies as well. But here's here's the thing I wanted to mention to you that 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 I would love to see and how it would make an astounding uh, impact if it were held true is that if all these candidates, and there's 10 of them, you could do it now, is to all join hands and raise their hands together and say, look, one way or the other, all of us, each of us are going to be working together in the new administration. Nice. One of us will be president. One of us will be vice president. One of us may be attorney general. One of us may be the head of health and human services. One of us may be this. One of us may be that. One of us may be in charge of the of the Fed. Wow. If they did that and said, we'll work all that out, but know this, the Democrats are taking over. We are the new wave of Democrats taking over. And the fact is, is that that wouldn't be overpromising much because that kind of stuff happens all the time. Right. It's one of the things that, that uh, the parties do after the election is say, wow, uh, you know, uh, Trump did it to a certain extent. Uh, who was it? Carson, who was a former presidential candidate, become yeah. head of health and human services. And not that he was a particularly good candidate, nor was he a particularly good head of health and human services. The, the notion is, is still there. Right. And I think that when we examine these criminal justice reforms, we do see some similarities. We do see some redundancy across candidates, but there's some pretty big differences. Well, and that what you just described sounds a lot like what we have over here in Europe with the parliamentary system, where you vote for the party, and then between amongst themselves, the party chooses who's going to be the president, who's going to be the secretary of this or the minister of that or whatever. That makes a lot of sense. I had, that had never occurred to me 
to to say like, look, you're voting for us as a team. Well, and and to and to take to take that if you will that European approach, but acknowledge the fact that we have some differences, but we we each also have some expertise, and that expertise is different. Right. And Castro may be better at at, at health and human services. He may be better at at Latinx issues, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, uh, you know, uh, can you imagine an administration where, you know, uh, you've got a, 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 a Kamala Harris as Attorney General of the United States, for example? Right. What a powerful post! Not to minimize the fact that that she is she's exceptionally strong candidate. I think she hasn't caught on yet. Her name recognition is still quite low, unlike the others who may have already peaked with some of their percentages. Because everybody knows who Elizabeth Warren is, everybody knows who Joe Biden is, so their numbers are going to be high. Not everybody knows who she is, so she has actually more room to climb. Um, but anyway, as we look at these policies, candidate to candidate, I think we can kind of keep that in mind and, uh, and, and, and think about that. Yeah. All right. So with that, let's uh, jump into Elizabeth Warren's version of the document that we went over with, uh, with, with Sanders, uh, titled Rethinking Public Safety to Reduce Mass Incarceration and Strengthen Communities. Good title. Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, then uh, subtext my plan for comprehensive criminal justice reform. I mean, similar to Bernie, she's got a, a good intro here, um, you know, and, and lots of uh, lots of citations. Now we'll be. I'm going to be. We will be comparing this to Bernie's, and if we Wait, recall there were no some of the criticisms, right? There not there was one, right? <laughs> uh, but here they're like everywhere. Nice, and it is so uh, better uh, planned in the essence of it because it does have it proposes evidence-based approaches, um, but it lays out. Uh, we spend billions propping up an entire industry that profits from mass incarceration, and we do all this despite of little evidence. She says. Now this is in the opening. In that sentence, there are three citations that right. when you double click on them, you get to the facts of the matter. And I think this is exceptionally important for informed voters, particularly I think for millennials who are gonna have more of a tendency to want to know a little bit uh, more about, you know, things other than just these proclamations. And so she's she's got a really nice um, intro here with those citations, much better than Bernie's in that regard. And then she has this opening salvo that, that I really like. Real reform requires examining every step of the system from what we choose to criminalize, to how law enforcement and prosecutors engage with communities and the accused, to how long people keep behind bars, how we treat them when they're there, and how we reintegrate them when they return. So the one of the things that she's good at, and you'll see this, is that she wants examinations. She wants uh, commissions and studies because she knows, and she says this, that we have a fight on our hands. She doesn't over, she does overpromise some, but it's not like at, at Bernie overpromised almost at every step, he did have a string of executive orders and whatnot. But we'll see as we go through this that her language is different. And I think that this is the first important thing here is that she's she's very clear about the need for additional research. And I've heard her say this in debates and, and on the stump. Uh, and then, of course, she says she wants to be bold and she gives examples of what public safety means. These are values, et cetera. And then she launches into what her plan is. And unlike Bernie, there's a lot of planning here. There is a lot of planning here. So she begins with rethinking our approach to public safety, break the school to prison pipeline. She gives good facts here. She gives the value that every child should have the opportunity to receive the support they need. And then she starts launching into what she will actually do. I will equip schools with resources to meet their students' needs 
by providing access to health care. And this is something we see throughout. It's not terribly unlike what Bernie did, but she is suggesting that one of her, if not her benchmark uh, program of Medicare for all, <clears throat> has ramifications in this justice system. So rather here than proposing something completely new, she's saying, look, when I do that, this will happen. And that's smart. Uh -huh. Bernie did that to a lesser degree than, than she did. We could compare notes, but, but that's a good start there. And she launches into um, decriminalizing truancy and requiring, uh, here's an example of, a, of an action she can take. We require that any police department receiving federal funds provide mandatory training in the scientific and psychological roots of discrimination, youth development, and de-escalation tactics to officers assigned to school campuses. So here's a thing she can do. She's got it within her power to do it. She's got the federal bureaucracy. And then she gives an example next of rescinding an executive order that allowed school districts to participate uh, in military-grade weapons acquisition. And then the third, she says, I'll fund the Office of Civil Rights of the Department of Education so that it can investigate school district with dramatic disparities in school disciplinary actions. And so she's got uh, ideas here on what she will actually do now. The dollar signs are going to be coming fast and furious. Here. Sure, sure. And, and that's going to be a, a repetitious thing. But right off the bat here, I think that she, unlike Bernie, she's not just putting out a list of promises. She's 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 talking about how she can meet some of those promises. And we'll see in other cases, she's she is talking about it being a fight rather than an edict from her. Yes, I like that realism. It's it's much more realistic. Um, she wants to reduce homelessness and housing insecurity. Now, she wants to reduce homelessness. Not we eliminated. We go back and look at Bernie. I'm pretty sure it was eliminated, right? <laughs> right. And then she's got a housing plan that when you click on it, go to it. She wants to invest $500 billion over 10 years. Wow, that's a lot of money. Creating... 3.2 million new housing units are bringing down rental costs by 10%. So she's got some data there about her realistic expectations, see? Yes. Sust substantially improving housing affordability isn't just good for the economy and working families. It will also reduce homelessness and crime. So she's she does a smart thing, and she talks about the things she wants to do over there and how it will help things over here. Yeah, and as I recall, Bernie's plan was we will provide housing to everyone that needs it. That's right. And it was, That's right. It was just like... Uh, it, it wasn't. We're going to reduce. We're going to you know, increment this by this percentage, or decrement this by this percentage. Right. Uh, this is much more uh, understanding that the world is gray and not so black. Yes. Gray. Yes. And, and and so when we look at the next one, that points driven home particularly. She wants to invest in evidence-based interruption programs. She looks at model cities that can have demonstrated homicide and gun violence rates have been uh, reduced through community partnerships. She has a link to what happened in Boston, what happened in Oakland, what happened in Chicago. She's got data on focus deterrence. She's got data links on cost effectiveness and multiplier effects. And this is what she says she will do. And this is the first one in here. Wait. My administration will invest in piloting similar programs at scale. Oh, I like the sound of that. Uh, I have a quick question. I haven't, don't have any evidence on this interruption, but uh, what are evidence-based interruption programs? Um, they stop the cycle of violence and divert criminal behavior by working within the communities where there are a lot lot of violence and right. they put teams of people there many times folks who've been engaged in the system are recovered or recovering uh addicts etc and get very focused on on neighborhoods and who is there and who people trust and it's it and the links are good this this is good stuff 
But, right. here, but, so, but again, here's the thing. <clears throat> Not only investing in pilot programs, but she uses this term, which for most folks is going to escape them, so to speak. At scale. She wants to, at scale. Yeah. I, that they, jumped out at me as, as well. Yeah. Statewide, you know, or, or beyond the city, uh, regionally, et cetera. And, and uh, I think there's links here to, to get into more details here for her. Okay. Uh, next, next up is uh, decriminalizing mental health crisis. And uh, interesting point here that, that, that she makes. Um, police officers have become America's de facto first mental health providers. Wow. And I don't, I don't remember Bernie being quite as clear about that. But one thing I like about Warren, and I've heard her do this all the time, she talks to people. And as she was raised uh, uh, lower class, climbing to middle class, uh, and, and working herself out of not uh, abject poverty, but uh, economic uh, difficulty, she's much more uh, grounded, uh, I think, in the way that she looks at things and in her experience. Here, again, as you would expect, she refers to her Medicare to all, um, for all, provide continuous access to mental health care services. And, and if her very expensive, very far-reaching, uh, probably a little bit too exuberant approach that she's fighting for happens, then these, these things would, would take place. But here she says this, she'll increase funding for co-responder initiatives that connect law enforcement to mental health care providers and experts, and my administration will pilot evidence-based crisis response efforts to provide needed services, and then she links to pilot programs. Nice. This is, this. she is much more of a, of a scientist, or it takes more of a scientific approach than what we've seen in Bernie's, which is just way, way over-promising, and in a couple uh, places here, uh, I've got some direct links with what uh, Bernie had said. Uh -huh. So she goes on, she wants to invest in diversion programs for substance abuse. So again, the language, she wants to invest in diversion programs. Not, she not say, totally fix every, everything. She's not going to eliminate right. uh, people with substance abuse being in prison. She's not going to end it. She's going to invest in, she'll support evidence-based safe injection sites and needle exchanges, expand the availability of buprenorphine, uh, approaches to prevent overdoses and in her care act she wants to invest 100 billion now similar to bernie this is very very expensive and we we, we don't know and we won't know here how she expects to pay for it except that without a doubt she's going to raise taxes she 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 tries to establish herself different from bernie by saying she's a capitalist and she does talk here about uh taxing corporations but you can tax corporations two three percent which is i don't know perhaps uh, somewhat realistic it's not enough money to pay for all this stuff it certainly is is, is not enough um, so continuing she wants to change what we choose to criminalize and she begins here and she says something that bernie never said but from the senate on down elected lawmakers have an obligation to do better than what we have now here's where we can start so Right. She's talking about the legislative process. She's talking about where she's going to start. She doesn't talk about it in terribly unrealistic terms. And then she says the fight begins. She's going to repeal the 1994 crime bill. She links it to exacerbated incarceration rates as a result of that crime bill. And she says we need to change the law. And she has established here a bit that she knows she's got a fight in her hand. So out of, out of curiosity, uh, I just I did a search for how many times the word evidence appears in this document. 
and it appears 15 times. And then I went to go do a search on Bernie's, and it appeared once. Uh-huh. Well, that's, and I'm glad you did that. That, that. that is what my feeling was. I didn't know if the, and, the data was there to support it. And Bernie's document has changed a lot since we did that episode last week. Uh, it's It's been reformatted, and a lot of the same stuff is still there. But, like, I don't know, he got rid of that empty bullet point. But oh. anyway, <laughs> it looks like someone has, uh, has actually examined that. Probably well, as a direct it, result of listening to Seek oh, Justice. Without a doubt. I mean, one <laughs> certainly. So uh, uh, back to Warren. Uh, she wants to address the legacy and the war on drugs. She's got some good information there. She's got a link to information how it's been harmful to communities of color. She's got a link toward legalizing marijuana um, and eliminating the uh, remaining disparity between crack and powder cocaine. This points to the fact that she knows we've already done that. I think in Bernie's document, I made the mention that he acts like we haven't been working that. Our, our friend and colleague, Mark Maurer, from the Sentencing Project, led that charge nationally. He did and had some great uh, results from the work that he did all across the country. She recognizes that. And then she talks about expanding options that divert people into, into treatment programs. Doesn't say it here. I don't, I don't know why she should be referring back to her Medicare for all. That's how that would be paid for. She right. isn't... Uh, limiting that in other places. Um, she wants to stop criminalizing homelessness. She's got, in one paragraph, she's got one, two, three, four, five different links about the, the data on uh, homelessness, the behavior that uh, we punish, like um, that's associated with homelessness, like sleeping in public or living in vehicles, and then the, the data is there. So rather than treating the homeless like criminals, we should get them the resources they need it's she, she uh, here again in this this list of, of things here she doesn't really get very clear about how she's going to do that other than just spend a bunch of more money now this next section is interesting it's about stopping the criminalization of poverty We've got links to the uh, impacts of fines and fees on, on low-income people right links to research on criminalizing poverty just all sorts of uh, data here, which is just, you know, fabulous to see. She spent a lot of staff time yes. to get this stuff right. And this is how she intros to the, the following list. As president, I will fight to. Bingo. She she acknowledges she's got a fight. Back up in the beginning of this whole section, she talks about from the Senate on down as a senator herself. She certainly knows what she's up against. And yeah, because she says she will fight for it. She doesn't suffer, as Bernie's does, from this overburdensome uh, uh, set of promises of what he will do, what he will do. And I, and I like that. Yeah, we talked about so that. This, we talked about that last episode where uh, where Bernie keeps saying, as president, I will or as president, Bernie will. And uh, we you know, I, I think I suggested something like uh, I, I will try to or something like that. But she's got it exactly right. Fight is the right verb to use in that sentence and, and she she is a fighter she comes across yes. as a fighter she's fiery uh in the debates last night one of the things I, I turned to my wife after bernie was just absolutely ranting as he does and i agree with what he's saying but but he is he's he's almost unhinged and i said to her do you think when he goes out for dinner he talks that way to his wife i mean <laughs> he doesn't seem to modulate at all he's what are you going to order you pick pick something off the menu <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, she she comes across much more reasonably at the same time as a fighter, right? And I think she she comes across as, as tough as nails. So here on this list, 
She wants to end cash bail, allow people to return to their jobs and families, <clears throat> reserving preventive detention only for those cases. And, and remember, this is what she's fighting for by opening this section up with that. She doesn't have to give a, a whole lot of details. She's already said, carte blanche, I'm going to fight to get these things done, right. most through uh, legislation. And then in some cases here, she talks about what she'll do as executive, restrict fines and fees levied before adjudication. Again, good citation of, of what the issue is here. She'll reverse the Trump administration's policy, expanding pretrial civil forfeiture at the federal level and restrict the use of civil forfeiture overall. Something she can do. And if you aren't clear, as you weren't, when Bernie talked about civil forfeiture, there's a link here to his policy. So you can, uh, with a click, you can find out exactly what she's talking about. Right. She wants to cap the assessment of, uh, of fines and fees. Um, <clears throat> here she says, states should also eliminate the profit incentive that drives excessive fees, et cetera. Now, this is an example, again, different from Bernie, where Bernie, I, I said again and again and again, he doesn't differentiate between what he can do at the executive level, what he can do at the federal level through executive order legislation. And I kept saying, it's a state issue, Bernie. It's a state issue, Bernie. Here she says, it's a state issue. Right. And she says she'll fight for that. And so how will she fight for that? Not exactly clear, but it's not an overpromise to say that she'll fight for it. Uh, she wants to eliminate fees for necessary services. She talks about private companies. She's hell bent as Bernie is on, on reducing private company profit. And then she goes to her, references her plan uh, to end uh, private prisons. Now, when you go to her link there to end private prisons, you have a similar uh, plan. Right. And she, for example, she, she's going to shut down the use of federal private detention facilities end all contracts with Bureau of Prisons, ICE, and the U.S. Marshal Service who have private detention providers. I will extend these bans to states and localities by conditioning their receipt of federal public safety funding on their use of public facilities. Very explicit things within her power. Um, talks further in there about prohibiting contractors um, and then links to details of, of how they overcharge in commissary and package services. And she says I'll prohibit companies from charging uh, uh, fees for reentry, supervision, probation services, et cetera. Now, again, uh, big money there, uh, real big money there, because there's an awful lot of revenue that is produced from from getting that done, right? Right, right, right. And then, and then further on that, then I'll, I'll go back to her full plan. Is that uh, it's it's a good example here. I will put in place an independent prison conditions monitor within the Department of Justice's office of the Inspector General. Now, something she can do. Although the same criticism that, that I levied with uh, Sanders is expanding federal government, which he did and, and says he will do a lot more than she does. Right. But this is this is uh, an example of that. And so it's just smart for her to have several plans, not put it all in one place. And then when you link to that, she wants to um, uh, address the issue of accountability for the wealthy and the well-connected. She's... Uh, proposed new criminal negligence standard for executives and corporations. There's a link to that. She's proposed new certification requirements. There's a link to that for executives at giant financial institutions that so we can hold them criminally accountable if the banks they oversee commit fraud. So again, very heavy on details and planning, which she's pretty well known for. Right, exactly. Uh, reform how the law is enforced. Again, comprehensive review. We must critically examine each aspect of the law enforcement process to ensure it's both just and consistent with public safety. And later she talks a little bit about how she'll do that. She wants law enforcement reform. She wants things to fundamentally change. 
She wants funding that works, replacing failed policies with effective evidence-based practices. And then she says, here's how we'll do it. Improve access to treatment and intervention. She'll invest in mental and emotional health support and expand promising pilots like peer intervention and early warning programs. There's a link to peer intervention programs. There's a link to early warning programs. You want to understand what these pilots are, what they cost, et cetera. You can go there and you could start to put a price tag on this stuff, right? As well as she addresses the number of suicides going up, which yes, yes, clearly yes, she listened to our episode on that. Clearly she's, she's there. We, we will have contact with her, with her team as a, as a result of this. I, I, I really uh, think that there's some, some good stuff here. We should congratulate them uh, on that. Here's a, a section um, that I didn't see in Bernie's, and it's here. She wants to improve data collection and reporting. Her Justice Department, this is what she can do. Establish a rigorous and systematic process to collect the data that's that's missing because there's no comprehensive database in shootings, ethics, misconduct, exactly. complaints, etc. Provide relevant data collection training to law enforcement and make data publicly available whenever possible. It's that's, just this language so reasonable. Exactly. Yeah. And then use the data to prioritize federal oversight and hold police accountable, etc. We'll work with interested departments to use their own data to improve their legitimacy in the communities they serve and inform more just and effective policing. Very smart. Beautiful. Pilot, yeah. pilot, pilot. Increase federal oversight capacity, reverse the session's guidance, limiting the use of uh, consent uh, decrees. She's got a link to Trump administration not initiating any investigations uh, for investigating police departments. She's got data going back uh, to that. She wants to empower state attorneys general I'll incentivize states to empower their attorneys general to conduct their own oversight of police behavior nationwide. This was the issue with Bernie's that he was going to do this. It sounded like he was going to do it at the federal level. And she says, no, yeah. I'm going to work with the people that are empowered to do that. She's going to incentivize. How will she do that? It's going to be using funding, et cetera, et cetera. And here's another positive uh, evidence-based approach. She wants to demand increased civilian oversight. She will expand local oversight and democratic engagement in policemen and implement a competitive grant program that provides funding to communities that establish an independent civilian oversight mechanism for the police department. This is, you know, I'm being redundant now, but this is just realistic stuff. And, and as, we, as we scroll through this, we see this again and again. She wants to establish a federal standard for the use of force. She says what she'll do at the federal level to prohibit permissive pursuit policies that result in collateral damage, then she links to it. I will work with local law enforcement agencies to ensure training and technology employed at the federal level can be implemented at all levels of government. See? Nice. Just, just you know, smart stuff. Increase federal funding for law enforcement. Here she talks about incentives again. Restrict qualified immunity to hold police officers accountable. I support limited qualified immunity for law enforcement officials who are found to have violated the Constitution and allowing victims to sue police departments. Not very clear how uh, she will do that. But remember, in the beginning of this, she said, this is what I'm going to fight for. Right. So she can fight and fight and fight and then say, I fought and fought and fought. And a lot of the stuff I wanted to happen didn't happen. Yep. I'm going to continue to fight for it. Some of the stuff did happen. It's just smart. I'll uh, end racially discriminatory policing. I'll end stop and frisk by directing the Justice Department to withhold federal funding there you go. from law enforcement agencies that continue to deploy it in similar practice, and I'll work with Congress to pass legislation, and then she links to the legislation. So all the complaints we had about Bernie, about how you're going to do it, Bernie, 
uh, yep. she she lays it out and says, well, this is how. Separate law enforcement from <clears throat> immigration enforcement. She links her immigration plan. I haven't uh, taken the time to go there, but I'm sure it's similar to her other plans. Lots of citations, lots of evidence, lots of uh, 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 tie-in with federal funding, et cetera. De uh, demilitarize local law enforcement, she already mentioned, and the uh, 1033 program, which uh, allows them to buy military right. uh, uh, arm arming. Uh, expand the responsible use of body cameras and protect citizen privacy. And this is where I wanna make a huge distinction with Bernie. This is what Warren says. The federal government should expand funding for body cameras and ensure consistent and responsible camera use. And then she links to policies. I'll establish a task force on digital privacy to establish guardrails and appropriate privacy protections for this and other surveillance technology where Bernie said he was gonna ban it, including the use of facial recognition she wants to examine it, she wants guardrails, she wants protections, and algorithms that exacerbate, exacerbate underlying bias. That's what Bernie said he was gonna ban, was validated actuarial risk and need assessment tools. She doesn't get that specific, but she does mention here the algorithms that exacerbate underlying bias. Here she's gonna use a task force to dig into that. That's smart. Well, Bernie, That's very, very smart. Bernie specifically uh, said he was gonna ban the facial recognition tech. Uh, so, well, and he also said he was going to uh, ban yeah. the, the use of these, uh, he, she calls them algorithms, they use algorithms. Yeah. Um, and they're much more than that, by the way, and neither one of them, she doesn't, I, I wish there was a link there um, uh, to, to, to get into that detail. I uh, talked with a, 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 a company executive who uh, had research against his products, his uh, uh, the, the Compass Risk and Need Assessment Tool yep. that he debunked and he tried to get his stuff published and he could not catch up, he won't catch up. Nobody's publicizing that he debunked the methodology. Right. But that's that's where a link uh, could be helpful here. So if uh, she or her staff are listening, they might wanna get into that a little bit. Again, uh, reduce gun violence. There's a lot of talk about this uh, last night. Um, <clears throat> she does a smart thing here and she links it to making it more difficult for the police to do their jobs, and then she links to that data. And then she says she has a plan to goal of reducing, a goal of reducing by 80% uh, the number of people who died. Uh, you know, 40,000 in 2017 died from guns in the United States. And, and you know, Cory Booker last night made a point uh, that was uh, pretty astounding. He said, look, uh, more people have died from gun carnage over a certain period of time that have been killed uh, in all the wars. These are the kinds of, of, of data that, that we should see here. Yeah. Um, to really kind of, you know, just get in your face with an explosion of reality here. Um, and then it links to her gun control plan, which I haven't gone to it. I've heard a little bit about it. I'm sure when we went to it, we'd see similar types display of linkage to citations and uh, pilot approaches, et cetera. Um, she's got a whole section here on prosecutorial and judicial reform, um, a reasonable uh, introduction to it. And then she says, here's what she says that, that you won't see anywhere in Bernie Stockman. Here's how we can start. <laughs> right. Yep. It's the beginning point. I'll fund federal, pro uh, federal public defenders and expand targeted grant funding 
for public defenders at the state level. Remember when we talk about Bernie's, there wasn't any plan for that. It just was going to do it. Well, here she gives a little bit more detail. She'll reopen, expand Department of Justice's office for access to justice, which work with state and local governments to expand access to counsel. Very specific. Go to the link. Yep. It's very specific, right? Rein in uh, prosecutorial uh, uh, abuses. She'll support a set of reforms. Establish a commission on prosecutorial conduct to make recommendations for best practices and monitor adoption of these recommendations and create an independent prosecutorial integrity unit to hold accountable prosecutors who abuse their power. Again, specific stuff, using citizens to examine, recommend, and move on it. She wants to uh, expand access to justice for people wrongfully imprisoned, um, <clears throat> repeal overly restrictive habeas rules, uh-huh. make it harder for courts to dismiss these claims. Again, this is stuff she's willing to fight for. She wants to fight to protect the rights of survivors, to reauthorize the Violence Against Women Act, and provide full funding to eliminate the rape kit bat log. So some specifics there. Appointing a diverse judicial bench, appointing a diverse a slate of judges, including those who have background defending civil liberties or as public defenders. We talked uh, in some prior episodes about how much easier it is for uh, judges to become judges who are prosecutors rather than public defenders. Right, exactly. She's acknowledging that, doing something about it. Very good. Something you didn't see in Bernie's. I love this. She wants to take into account the views of those people most impacted by the system. Huh. As president, I will establish an advisory board comprised of survivors of violence along with formerly incarcerated individuals. I'll consult with this advisory board and listen. Listen, listen, listen. Very, very good. Um, kind of rushing through this a bit. Um, reforming incarceration. She's got some good data there, some good links. She wants to reduce mandatory minimums. She's very clear here. They have been proven effective. In one paragraph, she's got uh, three different links to different uh, sets of data. She wants to fight to have Congress reduce or eliminate these provisions. She's very clear here that she's got to work with Congress. She reversed the Sessions memo that requires federal prosecutors to seek the most severe possible penalties and allow federal prosecutors discretion. Things she can do with the sweep of a pen. Yep. Raise the age for criminal liability. She's got data here about that, that you uh, put in your uh, show notes uh, from the from the previous uh, episode. Yep. The previous episode. She's I will, got I will, similar... I will also include that same information in the show notes for this one at seekjustice.fm slash zero two zero. And and links here as well. Uh that what states have done to raise the age, which was what you had done. You had to do that research as a result of reading Bernie's plan because Bernie didn't provide it here. It's right there. Yep. So this has been quite a bit to, to take in. I think um, we might need to divide this up into two episodes like we did with uh, with old Bernie. So uh, with that, we will start next time um, about where we left off in the documents today. Yeah, we'll take a look at the death penalty, uh, what she wants to do to work with states, uh, reforming uh, reentry. Uh, topics near and dear to our heart we should uh, let's dedicate the whole next episode to that so i'll see you then all right great dennis see you next week thank you for listening if you like what you've just heard you can support us by telling a friend or sharing us on social media all of our episodes can be found on our website seekjustice.fm if you'd like to get in touch with us we can be reached at seekjusticefm at gmail.com or via our twitter account at seekjusticefm See you next week.